Welcome back to the Jack and Bob Jabot Show. I am your host, Wendy, and as always, I am on the amazing Bonnie Kay here with Jack and Bob Jabot. Today is September 28th, 2021, marking the end of our stay here at Bird Kay. And it's also a very special date today. Today's show, we're going to be dedicating, remembering, celebrating the life of a lovely, charismatic woman, the original Bonnie Kay. Bonnie Singletary Jabot, 10 years ago today, friends and family said goodbye, but they've been keeping her alive with stories, photos, memories, and I am looking forward to hearing some of those stories today here with Bob Jabot. But first, let's check in. Bob, how are you today? We're doing good there, Wendy. How are you? I think we're doing all right. Yeah. Just had a rain squall come through and cooled things down. And yeah. We moved out from shore to get away from the bugs. Yeah. Good idea. Good thinking. So uh, what's been going on this week, Bob? Anything you want to talk about before we get into uh, well, Memories of Bonnie? We've been at uh, Bird Key here since uh, since we arrived at the Berries, primarily because the wind's been uh, pretty much out of the east, about 15 to 20 knots, and mm-hmm. doesn't make traveling uh, up the coast uh, to these other islands very comfortable. No, it does not. No. We gave it a shot. Yeah, we got it, I think which day it was. They're all alike. A couple days ago, Thursday, we tried to go up to, uh, we did go up to uh, Little Anchorage on the other side of Bird Key, on the northern side. Whale. And between that and Whale Key, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Little Anchorage, and if you believe the charts and everything, it'd like be pretty good Anchorage. But the uh, swells and everything worked their way in around point, and it was just not very comfortable. My goodness, it was not. So we... uh, I guess discretion is a better part of valor, and we turned around and came back here. Yep. It's a beautiful spot. I mean, here it's calm and um, uh, not too rolly. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I think you were t- telling me you left something sitting on your cooler. Mm-hmm. Three nights in a row, I left my water bottle sitting on a cooler next to my next to the V berth, and it and it stayed upright. And it didn't roll over. Yeah, unheard of. Anyway, we, uh, we've been enjoying Bird Key. It's just uh, interesting stuff going on ashore. Mm-hmm. We haven't quite figured it out yet. It's mysterious. <clears throat> yeah. We don't know whether they're growing pot or, or what. <laughs> but they've got on one end of the island, I guess it's the, it's the southern end, they've got a bunch of cinder blocks, what appears to be cinder blocks, mm-hmm. stacked up. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple big plastic... Uh, containers which I think are full of water mm-hmm. and a big pile of sand which would which would to me indicate that they're getting ready to build something <laughs> but and there's this big crane I guess it's a crane it's more like a backhoe yeah big backhoe mm-hmm. thing that runs up and down the road and the other day uh, uh, it met up with a big a pickup truck, a truck dump truck, of some sort, and yeah. it just loaded it full of uh, rocks. I guess it looked like coral, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they uh, off they went, and that's the last we've seen of that. <laughs> that was the last. I think we've we've been here what ten days or so, nine or ten days, and we've yeah. seen them out there working a couple of those days. But there are some beautiful um, homes a little bit further down the uh, on the northern coast or side. And we saw one person in a red shirt. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. Come out to meet a boat that we saw. Um, so it's pretty isolated here, but yeah. it's uh, I'm no complaints, really. It's really nice. I like it. Anyway, that's Bird Key. And today, we did do an adventure today. Yeah. Uh, we moved over to uh, 
Fraser Hog Key, where the uh, home of the uh, now defunct uh, Berry Island Club, and uh, it was kind of sad to see it because it was all <clears throat> torn up and dilapidated by hurricanes and everything. And a big boat offshore, a big uh, catamaran. Well, I don't know what it was, a catamaran or something. Yeah, it's a trimaran. Some sort of... I guess it was a trimaran because it had three holes. Uh huh. <laughs> you don't see many of those. It was. We'd been seeing it from the binoculars up on shore and wondering if someone had pulled it up there to work on it or if it was boat and it, wrecked. And it, it was. It looked like it was boat wrecked. It was on top of another boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, in all a, likelihood, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was kind of an interesting trip. It was a. Uh, also indicated that uh, anchoring on that part of the island would not be better than Bird Key. Mm-mm. It was a little rolly up there too. Yeah. So anyway, Bonnie is. Uh, this was Bonnie's uh, day that she passed. Uh, Ten years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she had a pancreatic cancer, and any of y'all ever met her. But anyway, she was born in Somerville, South Carolina. Two years before me, so that would have been in 1945, I guess. Okay. September 19th, 1945, is that right? Yeah. Okay, that sounds about right. And, and how did you guys meet? Talk about how you oh, met? Oh, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I was stationed in Hawaii. I was the XO of a frigate there, and I had my boat. It's a long story, but I had my, my Troy Lee catch there at the Naval Base uh, Marina. It was called Rainbow Bay. And Bonnie was working at the uh, officer club and she somehow managed to, she wasn't entitled to uh, to have her boat on the base, but she did. She got it on the base. <laughs> I think it's because she probably knew the uh, the base commander, <clears throat> probably went up to the BOQ bar and had a few drinks with her. <laughs> anyway, she was there on the um, at the marina, and I was too. And uh, the way she told the story was, I don't know if it's true or not, but <clears throat> she knew that I was uh, going to work in the mornings, and she'd be out there in her bikini, <laughs> polishing her bright work and trying to get my attention. Of course, that didn't work. Ignorant me. Anyway, we finally, finally did meet her and the rest is history then. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I've heard a lot of great Bonnie stories. I wish you could share them all. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, uh, they're numerous. Um, we had a, what do you call it, a, uh, a, um, a gathering of all her friends and everything after she died there in in. in um, Chris and Donnie Pierce's home. Hi, Thank Chris. You, Hi, Chris Donnie. And, Donnie. and uh, everybody told a story or two about, about Bonnie. Mm-hmm. But here's some. Um, we were in the Bahamas one Christmas. I think we were with Sam and Lee Boobling and some others, too. But she made up a, a songbook, Bahamian songbook, of the 12 days of Christmas. With illustrations, yeah, by the way. Quite They're nice. Great. I mean, it was really kind of cute. And... Um, I guess I uh, can't read off the 12 days of Christmas by heart, but uh, it started off with my first day of Christmas, truly really gave me a grouper in a frying pan. And then it was like something like three French, French grunt, uh, uh, two some uh, conks, conch, yeah. conking, and uh, uh, five um, squirrel fish uh, uh, lurking. And it went on and on. Very, very. Uh, uh, Innovative, I guess is the right word, and, 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 and artistic, too. Very artistic. Yeah. Hey, I wonder, Bob, maybe you could post those pictures on the um, Jack and Bob Jabot show I could, Instagram. I could do that, yeah. Yeah. Sam uh, Obling uh, managed to uh, digitize them and send them to me, so I have them on my phone. Thank you, Sam. And um, she was uh, kind of an uh, 
we had a trip one time to the to the Bermuda before we uh, retired with a friend of ours, uh, Mike and Mary Payne, if you're listening, and uh, they had a boat, a 40-foot panda, uh, called Pandemonium, which was uh, a kind of interesting name, for, good name. For, the, for the boat. Yeah. And anyway, uh, Mike, the captain, wanted me to come along, and, and Bonnie and I uh, came along to Bermuda. It was like about a week trip, I guess, and about uh, five days out, we were all without showers and we were all kind of stinky that's for sure <laughs> so bonnie had the great idea and she got all the old not all the old but she, she gathered up a bunch of old dirty old clothes and made a mannequin and uh, put a hat on it and put them on watch and stuck them in the, in the cockpit of the boat and it was uh, salty sea dog sam that was his name <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mike and mary Payne uh, all never forgot that because <clears throat> that was kind of a unique uh, unique thing uh, the trip great. to Bermuda. And, so, uh, can I ask you the, a story that you were telling me when we came in and we did all of our paperwork and whatnot here? Um, when we came into Bimini, you were telling me a story about Bonnie when you guys went um, somewhere and there was a paperwork <laughs> situation. Will you tell that story? Well, in the ham radio world, uh, when you go to a foreign country, you're supposed to go to the to their. Uh, telecommunications office or whomever is in charge of ham radio for that country and get a what's called a reciprocal license it allows you to transmit while you're in the country and otherwise if you transmit without that you're illegal mm. you know and so like when when I'm in the Bahamas I had to send off to the telecommunications office in, in Nassau they just want the money 35 bucks and, uh. you know and a proof of my citizenship and a copy of my passport and a copy of my license FCC license ham license and for that I can then attach when I call my uh, I'm going to use my call sign it's KA3OCS stroke or slant C68 now that's for, for the Bahamas so we were down in the Dominican Republic and um, I was pretty much uh, trying to be legal so uh, I looked asked around where do you get your reciprocals and we were in uh, Samana, which was on the southern, west, southwestern, I guess, no, southeastern tip of uh, of Dominique, Dominican Republic. And where you had to go was the capital, which was Santo Domingo, which was on the other side of the friggin' island, <laughs> the other side <laughs> of the mountains, too. And they had to take a bus. The bus ride was kind of interesting. It was full of people and chickens and, and, <laughs> and TVs, and TVs blaring, and it was, it took a good while to get there. So we get there, and uh, Bonnie and I both went, and uh, we had to get a guide because we didn't speak any uh, Spanish. And most everybody, of course, was speaking Spanish. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really know what the hell we were doing. But we had to go to the post office to get some stamps on the, the license. We had to get a picture taken, and we had to get a bunch of other things and fill out the application. And it took us almost all day. We had to get back to the bus, you know, to get back to, to the boat. So we go into the office and give all this stuff to this lady. She's sitting there with a nail file, you know, uh, just getting ready to go home. And she says, well, thank you very much. We'll mail this to you. And of course, Bonnie then immediately breaks out into tears and says, you know, we can't do that, you know. And so she, she broke down and gave us the uh, reciprocal. She uh, typed it out for us. <laughs> but have been uh, sunk without she, Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, she had uh, she had the ability to turn those tears on and off. <laughs> <laughs> it worked that time, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> That's so great. Well, I know this boat is named after Bonnie, obviously. And um, so, when did you get this? When did you get this boat? 
and what made you decide to when did I get this photo? I guess yeah. I, I'd have to think about it. It was June, July. It was July of the year after Bonnie died, so that would have been. The, okay. She died in June, so it wasn't that quickly. I don't uh -huh. think. Maybe it was. But uh, no, no, no. It was a couple of years later because I got a. Uh, we had already purchased a small sailboat, and when Bonnie was alive, so I took that down the keys, and then and after that trip. I came back and said, well, it's time for a trawler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and I think, uh, I get all the dates confused, but um, it was in June or July of, okay. uh, must have been 2012, I guess. And you said, this is now the Bonnie Kay. Yeah, Bonnie did not particularly care for powerboats, so uh, I guess uh, she's probably turning, turning, turning around and saying, what are you doing there, Bob? But that's powerboat. <laughs> she want to pay for the fuel, but uh, actually this thing is pretty... Economical in terms of fuel. I couldn't believe how efficient this boat has been. And so you guys, I was surprised to hear you guys were out. You were out boating for over, like you were over a year. Oh, we were out about eight years on and off. Uh, yeah. We came back once or twice, once for to take care of uh, Bonnie's mom. And so we put the boat in the marina there and lived with her for a while. Mm -hmm. And then when Hurricane Hugo came by and... Uh, <clears throat> That's, uh, we decided that we needed to get back to the Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> After yeah. that. Sounds good. Well, I thought a couple months was long. You were talking about some of the things that she did. Like, um, we have officially run out of greens at this point. We'll probably get some more tomorrow. We'll be going to Chub Key. Um, but you were saying that she, what were some of the things that she did? She grew... Sprouts, yeah. She, she grew, grew sprouts. sprouts in a little jar, and, and uh, that would be going the salad. That was not, you know, it wasn't lettuce or anything, but yeah. But it was, it was something, something you could uh, green, green, yeah. Not mold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, edible. Yeah. And, uh, one of the uh, one of her traits was that <clears throat> she was very handy. She could she could do just about anything. She set her mind to, and uh, uh, we were down in, um, I think it was a little river. I think is the name of the marina, but it was just before you get to. Um, uh, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, and uh, it's uh, populated with a bunch of, uh, I guess populated is not the right word, infested, a better word, with a bunch of ex-Marines <laughs> at this marina, and we ran across one and <clears throat> made the mistake of giving them a beer, and uh, you know how that is. Oh, yeah. So he was in our cockpit talking and talking and talking, and he was pretty much a, a male chauvinist. He, he didn't think women could do things uh, like men, and uh, Bonnie, of course, took exception to that, and I don't know how it came up, the subject of catfish, cleaning the catfish came up, and, and he said, ah, women can't clean a catfish, and so Bonnie says, I'll bet you I can clean a catfish, <laughs> and she uh, threw that catfish on the pier, got a knife out, and, and skinned that catfish right then and there, and uh, put, the, put the end of that guy's... <laughs> I love it. I wish I could have met her. I feel like I, I feel like I kind of know her spending time at your place there and, and also on the boat here. Um, her spirit definitely lives on. Um, what were some other what were some other travel stories? I know you guys did a lot of boat boat buddying with with other couples and that kind of thing. Do you have a oh I know. I wanted you to talk about you were telling me last week about um, the guy in Venezuela when I was asking you if you had ever had anything stolen. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we were anchored up with the Copacetic and um, 
boy, I can't remember the name of the other boat, but the, uh, <coughs> Kathy and Conrad and myself and Bon Ann and another boat, uh, I know who it is, but I just can't think of the name of the boat, uh, in a little anchorage across from Port of La Cruz, a little island actually, it was about maybe five, six miles offshore from the mainland, and it was just a cove, you know, we were in there by ourselves, and I was the uh, anchored at the entrance to the cove, and the other two boats were in further. And so at about sunset, this uh, now that I think about it, I saw this fish, fishing boat, a little, you know, outboard uh, runabout came in and circled all the boats and left. What he was doing was scoping out, seeing who was going to come back. So he came back later that night and took our dinghy, well, he just took everything he could get his hands on in the cockpit and took the dinghy, the motor, and all of our lines, everything. <sighs> and uh, yeah, while we were down below, asleep, you know, sound. And uh, he uh, started, or he or the, whoever it was, decided to come down into the con- into the boat itself. I don't know, I guess he had taken all he could take outside. <laughs> so he wanted to come down, but he stepped on the uh, on an empty beer can, and it woke me up. And I um, I got up, and, and they immediately bolted and went into their dinghy, and off they off they went. You know, that happened once there, where we lost a nice dinghy. I mean, it was a brand new. Uh, AB type dinghy, hard dinghy with an engine. Mm. And the same thing happened again. I think it was the same year too. Oh man! Maybe it wasn't the same year. I don't know. In Venezuela, a different different spot. Uh, I get up in the morning, every morning about six or so, and have my coffee and get ready to talk on the radio. And I heard this clanging of halyards, which was unusual. <laughs> so I go out and look, and what used to be hanging on our Harris was my dinghy. wasn't there anymore. Uh, <laughs> they, they had come. They had come it. underneath the dinghy with their boat and cut the cut the thing and left. Oh man! So uh, that was uh, just the dinghy that time, but uh, still a big mess. But booting people are so great that you were saying that the first time that a lot of friends just kind oh, of. Oh, they donated lines and everything we needed to get the, to start sailing again. But you know, even with all that, the Venezuelan people at that point in time, everything was good. I mean, it was, it was nice to be there. Mm-hmm. Not like it is now, unfortunately, with the, the government and in Venezuela and that socialism and all that thing taking them. It's toll on the people. So we don't go to Venezuela. People don't travel to Venezuela like they did when I was there. Oh, it's a shame because it's a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Aves Islands, offshore islands, and mm-hmm. the Roques Islands, they're all beautiful. Mm-hmm. So those are some great stories. I know that there are hundreds of others, thousands of other stories. That... Well, there's one that I don't know if I told us already. Oh. I think let's... I did about going through that cut that I tell that story about. Coming from Eleuthera to uh, the Abacos, I was traveling with two other boats, uh, Queen of Hearts, which was a Cal 40, and Rita and uh, Bill Avens, and uh, the Voyager, which was Sam Ubling and, and Lee, and ourselves. We left from Royal Island going towards, uh, in the morning, we didn't, it was a day trip, you know, it was not like, not an overnighter, mm-hmm. to go from the Eleutheras to uh, Abacos. So anyway, the other two boats got a little, were ahead of me, and they got into the cut and went in and anchored and were having cocktails <laughs> And as we approached. And from the time that they approached and we approached, the tide changed. And when the tide changed, it got against the wind and created what's called a rage. 
uh, which is a, a very bad sea in the end of the channel, you know. And so as I was going through the channel, Bonnie was, and, and the Bahamian channels are man-made. I mean, uh, natural. They're not uh, dredged or anything. There's no buoys. So what you have to do is you uh, have to go down to, the straight, straight in and look for the house with the pink roof. And when it bears 250, you turn left. <laughs> so Bonnie's out there with the compass, you know, looking at the uh, at the pink roof and, and trying to measure it. She's on the bow, you know, and the sailboat. And <clears throat> I'm driving it. And all of a sudden, I see we're on this wave. And I can look down and I see grass. I see sand oh. down at the bottom of this wave. And I say, oh, shit. I think I used the F word, actually. <laughs> and uh, Bonnie's up there. She says, turn left, turn left. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we got through it. I was very, very, very upset of my friends who didn't want to tell me about that as they went through. Of course, I guess it didn't happen then because it didn't change till I got there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you told that story before. But uh, one, one that I was laughing at earlier was, um, what was the club that you guys were in where you had to, if you had a house, oh, even yeah. you couldn't be part of it? Well, the Seven Seas Cruising Association. Seven Seas Cruising yeah, you Association. You had to live aboard your boat, and they had, they had two. Uh, Classes of membership, uh, associate member, and, and commodores, and uh, actually three. You know, I think we call a rear commodore or somebody who is sort of retired, and moved to shore, and ex commodore, so to speak. Anyway, you have to have uh, traveled so many miles, and, and uh, so we had our little flag. We had a red flag, and Bonnie used to fly that proudly and on the boat, and. Uh, so other people would see, uh, oh, there's a Commodore. Yeah, blah, blah. I love that. So we were headed from um, Elizabeth City to uh, Bellhaven, if you know where that is, in North Carolina. And uh, there was a cold front coming, and uh, the good old captain decided he needed to get underway and not stop and get fuel. <laughs> and that was a mistake because by the time we got to Alligator River Bridge, it closed. They would not open for us because it was blowing 25, 30 knots. And, Oof. and when, it, when it did that, the swing bridge would not operate. It said, sorry, won't open for you. And of course, we couldn't get under the bridge because we had a big mast. So we had to find a place to anchor. And uh, we did. And two days sitting there at the anchor, just conserving fuel, conserving fuel. And finally, the wind died and we got through Alligator River Bridge and we went on down to the Pungo River Canal. And, uh, and as we were trying to conserve fuel because of that stupid captain we uh, <laughs> we were sailing and we were in the canal sailing it's a very narrow canal and we and we kept getting further pushed over further further to the to the side of the canal and eventually we went aground you know six foot of, of uh, depth of keel anyway on a sandbar there we were First thing Bonnie does is run up and take down the flag. Because <laughs> you didn't want anybody to know that a Commodore would be going around. <laughs> yeah. And so, how did you get off? Well, a big, we uh, saw a big powerboat coming. We asked him if he would put up a nice big wake, and you know, as they do. And this time, it, it, as, as it went by, it pushed us, lifted us up, and we off we went. Nice. And you went and got gas? Well, we, we were headed to Bellhaven, and we still had to go uh, quite a ways to get to Bellhaven. And as we approached the, the inner harbor from Bellhaven, I said, drop the sails and I'll start the engine. So I started the engine, and it ran for about a minute. Oh. <laughs> and it was out of gas. And I said, okay, put up the sail. <laughs> and we sailed in and anchored and had to go uh, go ashore in a dinghy with a jerry jug. I call them jerry jugs. I don't know what they are. To gas can. Ga gas, gas can, yeah. a diesel can, get some uh -huh. fuel. But uh, 
you know, Bonnie and I went through a lot together, that's for sure. And so how many years were you married? Uh, 20 some odd years, I guess. Wow. Uh, 25. Wow, what a brave woman. Yeah. Well, somebody told her, says, Bonnie says that he must love you because it, all those years on the boat, if he didn't throw you overboard, he must love you. <laughs> okay, there was a couple times though, I tell you, it was close. <laughs> <laughs> you know, living on a boat is close quarters. It and, is, yeah. um, and yeah, you, there's you got to have a certain amount of communication skills. I'm I'm guessing to to make that work for she that. She was long. much better than I was. I'll tell you that. Most women are. Yeah. <laughs> but she, I got to say, Bob, you're pretty easy to get along with. You know, um, and well, I was uh, I was wondering about um, we had this discussion about Jack, and you were going to do some looking and and tell the story about this little. Uh, this little guy here. Yeah, well, I don't know actually when he went into foster care, but he was, he was when I found him, he was had been in foster care for a year. So I guess he must have been in, must have, since I adopted him in 2019, he must have been in 2018 or so. Okay. But he, he had, his owners had died. I don't know the particulars of, of what happened or how old or whatever. But yeah. uh, so uh, Jack was uh, in foster care and he was adopted twice. And oh, this, this foster care was in, I want to say Bellhaven or no, uh, not Bellhaven, but somewhere up in the mountains of Virginia. Blue, Blue Haven? I forget. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, a rescue. Uh, uh, she's probably going to listen to this on, on Facebook and say, Bob Yeager, what's her name? I think uh-huh. it's Kim Yeager. Okay. Anyway, he had been adopted twice in that year period and had returned by the, both times by the family that adopted him. And the reason is that when Jack is comfortable, like he is right now, mm-hmm. on my lap, and you get down and want to move him, you know, he's all teeth and growling. Oh, yeah. yeah. All over you. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't think kids or whatever family could thought that this poor little doggy was going to bite their head off. Yeah. So, they, so they didn't want to have anything to do with him, so they brought him back. Well, that doesn't bother me a bit. I just pick him up and move him. Yeah. I don't think you... Has he ever... Bit you. No, like no. he doesn't he just makes a lot of noise um but he's right now sitting very comfortably with his head in bob's lap and i bet that if i tried to move him he would he would do that thing well that's sad that he was returned but i'm super glad that you found him because he's he's got quite the life now doesn't he yeah so november 19th i must have been going down the to key west in my truck i think mm-hmm I can't remember. When did you uh, house sit for me? So um, I came to house sit for you. It was, yeah, December 5th, I guess, 2019. Because this is 2021, yeah. Oh, so you had just gotten him then. Must have. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Jack's a good old uh, house dog. I mean, boat dog, I Yeah, say. he is. And then. Uh, He's a good boy. He's he makes a lot of racket sometimes, but um, but he's he's lost some of his teeth. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the picture on. Was that on Instagram? I think yeah, it was on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't have many front teeth, but he's he's still got his canines, and he loves that Kong ball. Boy, I'll tell you. Well, let's see. Our plans are. Uh, yeah. What are our plans, Bob? We're going tomorrow, which is, I think, um, Tomorrow's the 29th? Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. We're going to move to uh, Chub Key Resort Marina. 
right which around is the just corner. around the corner yeah it's not too far maybe five miles or so and uh take a slip there for one night and uh boy we're in a desperate need of water and showers and uh laundry, laundry and, and all those things to get a, gas. a uh, gas and yeah. diesel yeah charge our batteries yeah and yeah, we've been fighting uh low voltage on our batteries mm-hmm. running the generator anyway so we'll be glad to do that yeah and, that'll be and getting feet on getting feet on land will be nice yeah um just taking a walk i know jack well jack is jack keeps himself pretty busy that kong ball is just like a workout for him he chases that thing around as long as it's as long as that treat is in there I'm so, looking forward to it. It's a very well-protected marina. Yeah, me too. And it's a, it's a mostly a high-end marina. They got, I think the smallest slip they have is for is a 40-footer, oh, and that's okay. what we got. Okay. They have slips up there for 160. Uh, oh my gosh. 120. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And this okay. big there's a big resort, well, hotel and restaurant, and uh, so we'll see. We'll report next week whether yeah. they got uh, any vegetables. <laughs> And uh, they have a mm, grocery store of some sort. Uh huh. But I don't. Know. We've been eating pretty good though. Um, you know, haven't missed. You know, missed too much. I guess a nice salad would be good. Well, we'll have dinner out tomorrow, maybe at okay. the restaurant if yeah. they have it. See how that goes. And uh, so after that, we'll we'll probably work try to work our way up the, if the winds cooperate. Mm-hmm. You know, Verde Key is nice, but there are a lot of other islands yeah, to look yeah, at. Yeah. And one of which is uh, Bond Key. Yeah. A lot of people have talked about that, that we know that have been in, mm-hmm. in the berries, and they said, don't miss Bond Key. It's really a special place. Yeah, so that'll, be, that'll be fun. That's, you know, everything is fairly close here. It's not not a big uh, trip or anything, but if the winds are 15 to 20 and the seas are 3 to 4 feet, we probably won't do that. Yeah. But hopefully they'll be like 10. When we left, whatever day it was, Wednesday or Thursday, thinking we'd go over there to Whale Cay that we talked about last week a little bit on the podcast. We were real curious about that place, um, and we got out there. It was all nice and calm. It's a whole different world, and it, it's just right there. We went out to the ocean, and boy, we were getting we were getting tossed around and uh, yeah, looking out the window, seeing nothing but water. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. But um, this boat does not uh, handle beam seas too well, you know. Get on the, yeah. you get anything on the beam, and it gets very, very rolly. Just two feet, a two foot draw is very good in most in for yeah. some situations, but I guess for that situation, maybe not. When you when you um, a sailboat, of course, would be a lot, a lot. They wouldn't be uh, bothered by the kind of seas that we're bothered by. Yeah. Anyway, I'm looking forward to, uh, to to more places. Yeah. Uh, nothing wrong with Bird Key, but uh, we've been here. A good yeah, while. It's, it's a nice. We're 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 very familiar with all of the ins and outs of Bird Key at this point, except for the land part of it. We'll come yeah. back and see that another time. I tried to go ashore, but it's really rough and uh, a lot of coral. Yeah, you took one picture from shore, didn't you? Yeah. And I dingied over to the beach where the shipping container is, and I thought I was going to get out and check that out, and then the sun went down, and it was just biting flies all the way back to the boat so um none of that no explore no exploration there but we'll we'll check it out another time there's a lot to see and um and we've got nothing but time right so yeah we'll keep an eye on a uh what's called a uh, what is it called tropical wave mm-hmm. down in the caribbean that's moving moving westward right now it's uh 
got a low chance of development, but um, there are a couple places that we can hide if, if it does come our way, one of which is Chopki Marina, and the other one's called Little Harbor, which is up the coast a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking in, at the charts today, and there's a couple other places that are, that are pretty good if we have to find a, a you know, a hidey hole. Yeah. And then uh, the uh, Great Harbor, which is all the way around the uh, top of the of the berries, is, is really, really good. I've been there once when I was uh, in active duty. But uh, I'll say hi to Randall Hash, who's a ham buddy of mine who's been listening to the to these podcasts. Randall, I think it's called a WB4BBF, lives up in the mountains of Virginia. <clears throat> so, Randall, thanks for listening. And Nina, of course, uh, good to hear uh, that you're listening and uh, we miss the uh, uh, times with you on the boat and, uh, and sharing uh, good times and jokes with you and to Dave Collins <clears throat> hope you had a good time field day field day there Dave that field day for those that don't know is a ham radio day where you, ham radio operators get out in the field with their equipment and operate for 24 hours mm-hmm. uh, with batteries and solar power and that sort of thing and to Becky Hunt <clears throat> Becky I, I heard that you were listening to and Becky is a, an artist, I guess you would say, and a musician. She's a really good musician. I love playing I have a guitar with her and, and uh, listening to her sing uh, all of her stuff. And, and uh, she plays the bass, the banjo, and every instrument known to man, I think, there, Becky. That's anyway. Great. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely say hey to a few people, too. Cece, my good friend Cece in Richmond. I know she's listening some and I miss miss seeing you. My friend Claire there in Montrose. I miss hanging out with her. I guess we should say hey to CJ. I don't know if he's listening or not. I'm not sure he does. Hey CJ if you are. And Chris and Donnie we mentioned them earlier. Always Levi and Danny. They're moving this week so Levi might be a little bit later than usual listening to the podcast but wish I was there to help. Can't wait to come back and see your new place when I get back. And, you know, all my family, my brother and my sister, and my brother's family, and my dad, and all the usual suspects. So, um, so yeah, we are just laying low one more day here in Bird K. I have really fallen in love with it. I think I've painted a little picture of it and um, written some stuff about it. And just really, as far as an introduction to the Bahamas go, I think Bob nailed it with this spot. It's a, been a really good one. So... Um, what have we? We've anchored probably five different places yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. We've moved so, around. And yeah. uh, the last time uh, today, we uh, found a, which is a really nice uh, coral uh, bed. Yeah. I guess you'd call it a coral bed. I thought it was going to be a sand, you know, sandbar when we uh, when we anchored there, but it ended up being a lot of fish. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any fish out there, so uh, we're going to explore that maybe. Uh, one of these days. Yeah, it dingied over real quick before the podcast. The the storm had blown through and the water was just like glass so you could see everything on the bottom. So I dingied over and took a look down there and saw all kinds of fish and all kinds of different things. So might have to do that again. We got a couple hours before sunset. I might slip into my <laughs> I might slip into my snorkel and see what's up over there. But um otherwise what else, Bob? What else is going? What else is uh Looking forward to getting to a marina. Uh-huh. I guess the last time we were at a marina was Brown's. Oh, it was Bim- Brown's Marina in Bimini. Bimini, yeah. yeah. And uh, hard to beat that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a different place here. Yeah. And I think we'll find that uh, 
well, we're going to tomorrow. We're going to try to find a mechanic to fix our outboard. We got a brand new outboard engine, and brand that new sucker thingy. will not run. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it, but I'm suspecting it's it's a fuel problem. But, but I don't know. And hopefully, I'm told by the uh, guy on radio that they do have a mechanic that can come look at it. So hopefully that will happen. And we've arranged for another trip here to. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Chuck Key on the. The 12th, 12th and 13th, 13th yeah. right? Yeah. Of July. Yeah. We've got a friend from Florida that's also coming by, does a fishing trip every year, and they'll be there at the same time. So that'll Name be fun. Name is Daniel, and he's a, he's a really good mechanic. Yeah, he Daniel's had, Land and Sea Cooling. If yeah. You have any... He worked on uh, Bonnie Kay. He fixed the uh, inverter mm-hmm. that was uh, fried. What else did he do? Oh, he 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 was he fixed all kinds of stuff on here because the leak. I guess the leak oh, was yeah. coming down into the engine room. Very handy. He can help with everything. He gave me all the um, all the insulation for the windows that helped immensely. Being in Florida in September and Oct- October, so we'll see him there. And um, yeah, we hope to. Eh? Oh yeah, they're coming in on the what? On yeah. the tenth. And they. Sp- coming into Chub Key, spend the night, and then they're going to leave. We didn't realize that that, I thought they would be staying at Chub Key. So our, our reservations are for the, uh, for the next, day. next day, the 12th and the 13th. We might still be able to swing it and talk to them a little bit today, and we might we might be able to cross This is a very good paths. spot for, for deep sea fishing, you know, that's what they're doing. Yeah. The tongue of the ocean. Well, anyway, that's all the news I've got. Let's see. I think that's all the news I've got too, Bob. Not much else going on. Reading books, writing, painting, if, talking uh, to Bob. If Bobby, I don't know if Bobby uh, Cole, which is Bonnie's sister, whether she listens to these or not, I'm not sure. But anyway, hi Bobby, and uh, hey Bobby, I really appreciate uh, you being there when, when uh, <clears throat> ten years ago when Bonnie uh, passed, you were there with me, and that was a, a bad day. Yeah. Well. I know that Bonnie is would be really happy looking down on you now, seeing uh seeing the Bonnie K in oh, action. He, and she'd probably say you're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> what well, are you doing out there, you old fool? <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be the case too. <laughs> but um, yeah. So so cheers to Bonnie. Yeah. A good life led. Laughing. It sounds like so. Um, and well, Jack has not moved the entire podcast, so we'll maybe fill up his Kong ball and get him going again. And hey, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. And um, I can't believe we're on episode seven here. Hopefully next week we'll tell you about uh, different places we've been, <laughs> yeah. other than bird and things we've seen. Yeah, <laughs> but um, this has been a, a good place to anchor down for a little bit for sure. So. I think the Berry Islands has 30 some odd keys, so oh, okay. we got a ways to go. All right, we got a ways to go. We got some list checking to do. Besides that, I guess we'll uh, finish up our drinks, maybe have a little dinner, and um, maybe take a little swim. And run the generator. And run the generator. <laughs> and um, that's all for now, and we will check in with you guys again next week. Until then, Simon or something 88s like that. and 73s and 88s. Yeah, 88s is hugs and kisses. 73s, best regards. 
and we'll, we're sending out both of those. As we speak. Okay. <laughs> okay. Say goodbye, Bob. Goodbye, Wendy. <laughs> goodbye, Jack. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Hadn't moved a bit. <laughs>